0: In this episode, we will resume and conclude the conversation that my brother and I were having about the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and that's pretty much all we're doing. If you didn't hear part one, it's the part that is right before this one on whatever you're listening to it on. I'm your host, Eric Brink, and you are listening to Empty Checking. Hey there checkmates it's your old uncle Derek coming back at you a little bit earlier in the week than usual because uh, I want to get this uh, I want to get this sort of I guess series or pair more than series of episodes wrapped up because uh, we're uh, I didn't expect it to be a two-parter and I don't think I've ever done a two-parter on the show before I uh, hate to leave anybody hanging on on something like that so I'm just gonna uh, rush this one out in midweek. Uh, I want to keep this intro even shorter than I th- did the last one because this episode is a little bit longer. Uh, when Dave and I originally met and talked, we talked for four hours and I recorded all of it and it has been a really interesting time editing it down to just sort of the high points question mark. Uh, I will see if you listen to part one, uh, I'm a lot more focused and reined in on part two, although still some of the same, uh, just sort of glad to be in a room talking about something I like with somebody energy. Uh, so that's, that's still a little bit present, but I'm, I'm a little bit better in this one. (laughs) So sorry about, uh, sorry about that on the first half. Uh, again, if you're ever finding yourself doing something and not liking how you're doing it, take 10 minutes. Just break the room for 10 minutes. You'll come back and be more focused and be better. That's what we did here. Uh, the first episode was more us talking about the movie itself. We are now going to be talking more about the fan experience, the sort of interactive nature of of going to a, a screening and stuff like that, and uh, just a bunch of the fan stuff that we're both uh, obsessed with about the show. So that's that's what the second half is, mostly We also get into stuff like who's your favorite character, what are your favorite songs, and that kind of stuff toward the end of it. Uh, I like this episode a little bit better than I liked the first one. I'll tell you, there are a couple of things in here that I chose to censor. Uh, Actually, uh, one word that I chose to censor and one word that uh, Dave asked to be censored, uh, because there's... uh, It's... In the nature of the conversation we had, both words are sort of derogatory words that neither of us believes in or views, but in a conversation about those words and about their context, you sort of end up using those words. I think they were used appropriately, I think they were used responsibly, and and as much as possible respectfully— but there's a difference between saying a word and a conversation with somebody that you know you're talking about that word and that neither of you puts any power in that word. There's a difference between that and having a recording of your voice saying that word on the internet. So that's uh, kind of what the decision was there. Um, but none of them are the big curse words that you would expect to be censored. They're <laughs> they're both just words, but they, they uh uh they got censored. And so I, I hope that explains that a little bit if anybody wonders what the beeping is when it happens. Um, but I think you'll still know what words we're saying. Otherwise, it's pretty much the same as last time. So that's, that's just kind of what to expect out of this one. Let me get the websites of interest out so that uh, those are here, before, and then we'll just dive right into the show, uh, the recording, I guess I should say, uh, that we did something like that. If you like the show, and why wouldn't you, there's a companion blog over at emptychecking.blogspot.com. There's usually a lot of pictures and stuff to look at and read there for each episode, less so on episodes like this, so uh, maybe don't use this one as the test for whether or not you think the blog is uh, usable, because I, I sometimes even post stuff there between episodes, so it's, it's, it's a good blog. Uh, just maybe not today. Um, let's see. The show itself is hosted at emptychecking.podbean.com. If you like me and want to know more about me and my musical work, especially, go over to derrickbrink.com. The Rocky Horror uh, acoustic soundtrack thing that I recorded is available there for free. Uh, it's in a zip file. You just click a link and download it. Uh, No emails collected or anything like that. If you like the rest of my music that you're going to be hearing throughout the show, you can check that out over at DerekBrink.bandcamp.com. It's all free there, too, but uh, it's Bandcamp's stuff, and it's a little bit clunky, frankly. But uh, it is free. If you just enter zero as your purchase price, you can take it, and I won't know that you took it, and I just would love it if you loved it. Um, Of course, you can also listen to the show on your podcast app of choice. You're probably doing that now unless you've got one of those weird podcast apps that somehow doesn't list us, but I think just about everybody does, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, at least for now. Uh, So that's all the websites of interest and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Let's play just a little bit of music, and then you can get into the remainder of the show and listen to Dave and I kind of yell nonsense at each other about Rocky Horror, uh, and me interrupt constantly, and stuff like that. So, that's, that's what we're doing. Hope you enjoy this episode, and I don't know if I'll be back with a new episode this weekend or not, given that I'm releasing these kind of right on top of each other. We'll see what happens, but, uh, regardless, I hope you like this one. Okay, we are going to shift into talking about the fan experience of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, Uh, either episode one or uh, part one or half one of this mega sized episode, depending on what happens here. Uh, Part one, we've mostly talked about the movie itself. We're going to move into talking about the fan experience because that's that's a whole other thing. And it almost has to be dealt with as a separate thing yeah, in some ways.
1: kind of what more people know about than the movie itself. More people know that, uh, you know, people go to the movie and interact with it.
0: That's very true now, especially. Uh, I don't... Well, I think it was true then, too. It probably was. Well, and our experiences with it are so different because, like, I I remember being a kid and having, you know, Rocky Horror Picture Show written on the back of my notebooks and a drawing ellipse lips or whatever... Right. And uh I remember very specifically and I, I even remember the little fucker's name but I won't say it uh <laughs> because he could sue me. I I remember very specifically sitting in class one day and uh, this kid saying, "You like that?" And I was like, "You you like that movie?" And I was like, "Yeah, I like that movie." And uh I checkmates know that I'm out of the habit of censoring things on this show. I am absolutely going to censor this word. Uh, and that this, me saying that is more a note to myself than to anybody else. I just remember that kid saying, you like that? And I said, yeah, I like Rocky Horror. The music's really good. And he just straight up said, and like, I'm nine years old, getting called for the first time in my life and going, well, I, I, I mean I'm nine and I don't think that I am uh, <laughs> right but uh give me a few years I'll get back to you yeah right uh, like i I didn't know what my sexuality was when I was nine. I'm not sure I had sexuality when I was nine. uh you know, beyond knowing that I was born a boy uh right. but like that was uh, like I remember that sort of visceral response to it when I was a kid. And now we're in 2021 and like that same kid has definitely been to see Rocky Horror. Probably. And, uh, I I actually, yeah, for sure. That kid has been to see Rocky Horror and we've never talked about it, you know, obviously, but, uh, it's like, I've kind of, I've kind of had a weird experience with it in seeing the, uh, fan base grow and change since I was first introduced to it. Uh, I think like one of the places to sort of start this conversation is with the box set that you own, which was the yes. 15th anniversary box set. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second, folks. There was a four CD, four CD or four three CD. four CD box set Should've released. Yeah. Or like six. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, because some of it is like Little Nell singing Do the Swim. Uh, That's okay, I like that. I do Um, too, but it has nothing to do with the movie.
1: uh, Yeah, what it's got, it's got the original soundtrack for the movie, very quickly. Original soundtrack for the movie, it's got the... uh, The show from the roxy the roxy cast yeah in la i think it was which um, was uh
0: what uh, well, was, i guess off broadway but yeah it's tim I think, I think
1: roxy is he i can't i don't know if that's in new york or la i'm not sure i but have no idea I, um, i've
0: got to, i've got to think la because frank zappa did shows there but, la too but yeah.
1: um but i'm not sure sorry anybody anyway, who lives there <laughs> yeah apologies um we're, we're we don't know we're in the um, Midwest.
0: Right, so... Um, but it's but, got the Roxy But CD. willing to learn. Yeah. Um, so it's
1: got the uh, Roxy... I don't know what that meant. Um, <laughs> Neither do I, stri- but I want it on a, a T-shirt. Stri- <laughs> it's a stripes reference. Anyway... Um, yeah. So I uh, had that, um, and it's got one uh, CD called One from the Vaults, right. and that's got a few Tim Curry songs Tim Curry singing Baby Love for example yeah uh, um, was I Do
0: The Rock on there no
1: no I Do really? The Rock is not on there neither is Paradise Garage so you have to actually hunt down Tim Curry stuff wow what? which I, I haven't done I Do yet but I don't know there. why anyway um, so it's got a few Little Nell songs and it's True. got um, some of the radio commercials for Rocky Horror it's got little bits of this, this, this and that the other C D in it is international, so it's the international cast oh, right. yeah. doing um, things and which is okay, but a lot of it is in different languages and I know the words, but I don't know what they're saying. Yeah,
0: you don't You know, <laughs> you know what like, I mean. I, so I don't speak German, but right, it's yeah. exactly so yeah.
1: um yeah, so that's I don't think I've listened to that more than once. Sure. But listen to the other stuff, I drove my kids crazy <laughs> one time listening to that Vault one. I can imagine I they yeah. were like, What are you listening? Why? Why are yeah, we yeah. doing this?
0: Why did what do we do and you're just like i don't know either but yeah, it's it's like, we're going to do this.
1: Like, <laughs> a little Nelson and see around like a record is fantastic. oh yeah
0: oh i haven't heard that in, so i need to borrow that box a set from Millie. uh i the reason i bring that up is i i in some ways and this is just maybe my own experience but i in some ways view that box set as maybe not the start but as a pivotal moment in fan service uh, for, for like people that like, mm. maybe they kind yeah. of like, they had understood that this has been a midnight movie for a while. There's a big fan response to it. We're going to release something for those people, you know? Yeah. I think some of the books and
1: things were,
0: yeah, the first, books were up. But, yeah, sure. There was like the um, audience participation guide out. And, um,
1: yeah. Which I'm um, You have a, a copy of and I don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There was the audience participation album. Yeah, which is that, just well, yeah that's just audio recording true. of the movie which is just bizarre. I forgot that um, existed. Yeah. I think I wound up with that somehow. Uh um, Yeah, I remember you having that. Stole it. Yeah. That was dad's. I think I stole it. That makes um, sense. But, you know, he did not even have a record player anymore. So no. I, so I went. Yeah, he's um, he's, he's fine. So um, there was like the novel b- adaption with just pictures, like a comic novel and pictures of the movie. Oh, yeah. Was
0: that the one that had. stole uh, that too. Was that the one that had like the Frankenfurter on, on uh-huh. it, uh, like on top and then upside down? Yes. On, yeah. Uh-huh. I've There's been trying that, to find a copy of that there and were, I can't. Yeah. Um, there were
1: books, um, uh, there were a lot. A lot uh, there were more than that. So there had mm. been books about the phenomenon, about the movie, the whole time. Mm. But, uh, yeah, you're right. It was the first when they really started kind of capitalizing.
0: Yeah, it seems like we started hitting anniversary editions, and they yes. started really kind of, well, the marketing machine kicked in. They realized mm-hmm. there was money to be made, as much as anything. But also there was... Well, I, I think
1: Fox finally admitted there was money yeah, to be made. Yeah,
0: well, and I... I, I genuinely have to think that on some level, Richard O'Brien wants to do things for the people who love what he does, you know? I think so. You know, um, I saw an interview with him once and they
1: asked him if he prefers the movie or the play. And he says, well, the play, I get money from the play. Right. But, <laughs> um, but certainly he is, he, ha- I mean, he, I, maybe he gets sick of it every now and again. But sure. Well, yeah, um, you'd have certainly to. Certainly he has I to. I mean, Pete Townsend hates Tommy. You're right. You know, you know but certainly <laughs> you'd have to, uh, you know, have a soft spot for it and have, you know, I mean, it's, it's made your career. What can you do? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, But yeah, so the audience has changed. Do you
0: think Or it's
1: become more accepted?
0: It's become more accepted. It's It's become a wider base. Uh, I mean, there are definitely people I know now that wouldn't have liked it in the nineties. Yeah. But I think it's gone through cycles too. Yeah. I think it gets popular. Then it kind of comes
1: down underground a little bit more for a while. Then it kind of comes back up every, Generation, I think comes through and then there's a little bit of a lag in between. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think part
0: of it is that you have people. Um, I, I'm trying to think of a less cliched way than to say in Hollywood, but I think you have people in Hollywood who grew up loving it, who now have positions in Hollywood to express their love for it. Sure, it's like Uh, Rush. Yeah, like Rush. That's a very good example, actually. Mm -hmm. Something that this was for the weird kids, or for the prog rock kids, or what have you. Mm -hmm. And, like, some of those kids grew up and got jobs in the industry, and now they're like, I I loved this thing, and I'm gonna pay tribute to it. Right, exactly. Because that's why the Glee episode happened. That's why, whether we all love it or hate it, that's why the Fox Network remake of it happened, that Mm -hmm. for all of its sins, Tim Curry was involved with... and. God bless him. Sure, uh, we all love Tim. But well, it was a good idea. It just didn't work. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a very good way of, of expressing mm-hmm. that. Yeah, but, but let's I not mean, spend time on that. That's yeah. Less time talked about that, the better. Amen. But uh, the that's why stuff like that happens is because the people who grew up loving it still love it and want other people to love it well, like I mean, you talk about the stuff you love six, that's the that's got, this whole show is yeah. you talk about stuff you love
1: you've got people in their 60s who yeah saw it originally mm-hmm. and loved it you've got people uh like me in their 40s who love it. you have people who were in their 20s now digging it yep um and doing it and uh you know like i said we i haven't been to a showing in a long time so I don't know how things have changed. I'd be interested in finding that out. Yeah. If they still yell the same stuff we yelled, and right. I was surprised we were yelling it at the time. Yeah, sure. Um, but that's the thing about the fan experience. Getting into that a little bit more yeah. is that um, you know the movie came out. It with the play, stage play was happening. It was fun and campy, and you know everybody went to see it. All the stars went to see it. Big success. Um, made a movie and it bombed. Yeah. It's a totally different energy, totally different everything. Yeah, uh, I mean, the story's the same. Music is the same, largely.
0: Yeah, that movie was never going to succeed theatrically. No, I don't even know if they knew who they were yeah. making it for. Right.
1: Uh, the head of Fox tried to stop it. Yeah, it seems like it was, they were making
0: it for the cast of
1: the... <laughs> yeah, it was too late to stop it because the head of Fox wanted it out. Yeah. Uh, but it had gotten too far into making it for them to stop it. So they put it out. It fails measurably. Um and becomes, uh, there used to be, more, more so than there is now today, a midnight movie circuit. Yeah. So there was a circuit of small theaters that would play whatever, you know, and we were to refer to it as grindhouse sometimes. Sure. Um, the cinema-like... Uh, Quentin Tarantino certainly Quentin did. Tarantino did, yes, <laughs> exactly. But, you know, movies, uh, the exploitation movies, horror movies... Uh, movies focusing on uh, sexuality, movies, just a lot of different stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, somehow Rocky Horror found its way into the midnight movie circuit. One theater in particular, maybe two, in New York started playing it. And uh, uh, some of the people started coming again and again to see it. And they kept it going because there was a midnight and people were actually going to this thing. The first thing that happened, to, to the best of my knowledge... Was that during the song Eddie's Teddy people started throwing teddy bears around and holding up teddy bears And from there it grew to where people would interact with the movie and that's kind of where Things happened Uh, people yell At the movie they yell lines about the characters to the characters Mm -hmm. um, About what's happening on screen Interacting what's happening on screen someone on the movie will say a line, you'll shout something back, and then they say something else in the movie, and haha, it's funny. Well, um, I mean,
0: one of the examples of that that is easy to give is if we're uh, just talking. I mean, this happens in the movies and and or sorry, in the uh, uh, cinematic scenes and also in the songs. One of the easiest ones that we could easily do is and at a deadly pace it came from where outer space. Thank you. There, that's what you get. That's yeah. that's sort of what happens. Um, that's in the audience. An back easy and forth. one,
1: and that's a clean one. So yeah. that's good too. Um, that's that, that was
0: weirdly so a goal. So it went from
1: that to people uh, dressing up like the characters, and there's now what's called shadow casts. We'll yeah. talk about that in a minute too, yeah. where people dress up like the characters and act out what's happening on screen in front of the screen. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. And they'll, you know, sometimes run through the aisles doing things. And right. people bring props. You bring, you know, during the wedding scene, you throw rice, although not every theater allows that. Right. Um, some theaters are stricter than others. Yeah. During the rain scene, you take a water pistol and shoot it in the air. I just mimed that, by the way, that listening. Yeah, that was, listening. No
0: one, um, for the viewers at home. Right.
1: So you <laughs> shoot water pistols in the air. Some theaters don't allow that. During, there's a light at the Frankenstein place. You take out, and it's flashlights now. It used to be lighters. God, I forgot about but that. But now yeah. it's flashlights. Um, and you hold them up. And then when they say darkness, you turn it off. And yeah. You don't oh, turn it off in time. to get about that yelled at. beat. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, different props, different things. So it basically is uh, more of an experience and more of a communal activity than it is just sitting and watching a movie, which you can certainly do. You can certainly sit and watch it. But um, everybody around you is going to be yelling things and dancing and uh, standing up, sitting down, yelling stuff. Yeah. Um, moving around. Uh, and that's the other thing that really attracted me to it was the level of fun and spontaneity that can happen. Because even Absolutely. with as many things as are just route that everybody says... There's always somebody yelling something new. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it sticks. Sometimes it doesn't. Yep. I was on the doesn't more often than anything else. <laughs> but <Me> too. <laughs> um, you know, people will uh, do that, and I enjoyed being part of it and yelling and getting um, everyone during the time. Everyone once to the front of the stage or to the uh, front of the auditorium and between the stage or the not stage but the screen and the front row. You do the time warp, or yeah. you're in the aisle doing it. Everybody yeah. does the time warp at the same time. Yeah, um, everybody, you know, a toast. People throw toast in the air. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, that, that's actually one of it's the interesting. I, so
0: much fun. That's one of the interesting experiences. I I think I meant to say this earlier, but I was slightly drunk. Uh, <laughs> that's one of the interesting. Whereas now
1: you're slightly sober, so it's a uh, yeah, better. it's
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's uh, someone could take my uh, uh, blood alcohol level later. We'll report back on that. And shove it. Go ahead. (laughs) One of the things that has occurred to me a couple of times to say is I I genuinely think that there are people who know the Time Warp that have never seen the movie. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, like, because I... I don't know Time if,
1: Warp's done at weddings. I was coming. I
0: was about to... Uh, I uh, literally about to say, I don't know if there's a wedding I've been to in the last 10 years where they haven't played the Time Warp. Mm-hmm. And where people haven't gotten up and done the Time Warp. And Orb. how many people don't put together what the pelvic thrust is. But Yeah, anyway.
1: right? I mean, that's so... Uh, I mean, okay, fine. When my daughter was four, she was doing... I was doing it with her at the wedding. Okay. Sure. But, you know, I mean, people don't... It's amazing sometimes the things people don't get.
0: It's also amazing when
1: people read into things that aren't there yeah but anyway yeah.
0: and the Rocky Horror is no exception there too it, absolutely I mean I definitely didn't I mean the first time I did the time warp I didn't know what the pe- pelvic thrust was well, I mean, but,
1: when you're a kid it's different than yeah. when you're
0: an adult doing it like you don't know okay yeah I mean that's uh, uh, yeah that's sometimes I a, don't tell people I just let them figure it out for themselves
1: <laughs> it's like I don't want to I don't want to wreck you how you are right now I don't want to be the
0: person that to blame for things. Uh, I've done enough of that in my life. I don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's, such a, that's such an interesting thing, because I, uh, at, at the same time that I just championed how wide the audience base has grown, uh, I, as recently as, uh, wow, this has got to be 10 years ago, as recently as 10 years ago, if that can be called recent anymore, uh, I was talking to some friends of mine I was talking about, it was near Halloween, I don't know if I've mentioned this on this uh, in this diatribe we've been having yet, but uh, every Halloween I re-watch Rocky Horror, and uh, I turn off all the lights in my house, and especially the one on the porch, and uh, I watch Rocky Horror every Halloween as loudly as I can stand it. And it was coming up on Halloween, and I was saying that I was going to do that, and both of my coworkers expressed to me that they had actually never seen it. And I was kind of like, what, you've never seen it? And they were like, no, we both went to Bible college. Of course, we've never seen it. I was like, I, I went to Bible college, too, and I had definitely seen it. <laughs> and, so there's like, I in the life before Bible college, right? Like, I absolutely took people that were at that same Bible col- college to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> at the office, a couple of my coworkers had said that they hadn't seen it. And they are very good friends of mine to this day. Where you know, it was a very familial sort of relationship with those two people. Two people. I didn't get that word out completely. Uh, And I said, Well, we should watch it together. You should come with me to a showing, or we should get together and we should watch it. And they were both like, Yeah, but like, don't people talk over it? And I was like, Well, uh, uh, yeah. (laughs) That's sort of, that's part of the point. Uh, If you're going to like get into it now, that's part of the point. Uh, and they were like, well, I don't want to watch a movie with people talking over it. I was like, well, but, uh, I, but you can't not. You, okay, if you want to watch that movie on your own, you can. I cannot watch that movie with you because I will be yelling things at the screen. Uh, I try not to. It's so hard. I, it's 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 impossible. <laughs> like, I kind of communicated, uh, communicated to them that, like, look, it it is probably best that you see this movie for the first time with someone who loves it and who can express to you why they love it to some extent. Yeah, it's a hard watch. But, like, uh, yeah, you shouldn't see it on your own for the first time, uh, you know, completely sober, sitting in your apartment with your cat or whatever. Right. You know, you, you need a little bit of the context of what it's become. Uh, so I, to this day, I don't think either of them has ever seen it because we never actually had that yeah, night. No, it's, it's um, so
1: much more than just a movie,
0: but like, at, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit difficult to even describe. That and what it means, but I, I was trying so hard to get them into it. And like at the same time that the fan base has grown, there's also a fan base that doesn't understand <laughs> what that movie is supposed to be. Oh yeah, and there's now. a lot
1: of people who will who get offended very quickly. Oh yeah, even before the problematic stuff starts. Absolutely, just when Frank shows up, they're like, "Well, we're out." You yeah, know? absolutely. Um, so if you are highly conservative in your not, I'm not speaking politically here, um, in right? Your views J- yeah. of Sexuality and in your views of the way people ought to act, things ought to be. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's good to see it, just to maybe shake that up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I totally get why people don't like it. Yeah, you get why people, and I get why people think it's stupid too. These people have never gone to a to a, a screening, sure, or they're just too thick to understand. Um, why it's fun? Why it's fun? Or <laughs> to get all the complexities? There's. It's a simple movie. It's a straightforward. But there's so much complexities in it. If you let yourself open, or if you open your mind to it, and you open it, there's so much going on. So many morality and so like we've talked about before. So much stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. you got. But you got to see at least once if you're any fun at all. <laughs> you have to go <laughs> and see the movie with now it's hard uh, where we live right now in St. Louis there's really no Yeah. Um, I mean there is a small group of people doing this I'm going to shout them out real quick they actually and this is way different than when I was involved but mm-hmm. they have a name the name of the uh, shadow cast as we've been talking about because they shadow what's going on on screen right hopefully that's was clear I hope that was clear yeah but um I understood, but when they act out, when they act out the movie in front of, they don't speak necessarily, but they act out
0: what's going on, and everybody plays a different character. Yeah, it's sort of like a play happening underneath the screen,
1: underneath the movie, which uh, can be a little bit off-putting sometimes. But uh, anyway, um, so uh, but it's fun and it's cool and it's part of it. Yeah, well, and
0: I understand that. Like, I think uh, uh, Hairspray has had a similar thing happen. I think also. Oh uh, yeah, by the way,
1: all you people with your sing-along Sound of Music. (laughs) <laughs> no, the Rocky Horror did it first. Stop it. Just stop it. Okay. Or um, the the ABBA one. And there's nothing against the ABBA, but um, the whatever that movie is, I don't even remember anymore. I with don't the, either.
0: Um, uh, I don't know, We're got, not going to get it's it. It's got the Mama lady Mia? Is in it. Mamma Mia. Yes. Yeah.
1: The lady, I said. Because <laughs> you're all going to know which actress I mean
0: by saying the lady.
1: <laughs> um, I can see her, but she's very pretty, you know, and, and she's a good actress. I just Can't remember her name off the top of my head. Anyway, that's what, did what I'm I talking.
0: Did I start with hairspray?
1: You did. Yeah, I was but also going to hairspray.
0: I, al- I was also going to uh, say. I think also to Wong Fu, uh, thanks for uh, nothing. Julie yeah, Newmar uh-huh. has a similar experience. Okay,
1: so but at least. <laughs> julie numar and hairspray yeah. were influenced by rocky
0: Horror. oh i mean let okay we could do a whole episode on divine yes. alone
1: um god bless divine um mm-hmm. anyway so um and rest in peace i guess yeah i, I was, guess was about to say, design, say rest well divine but has it, been yeah. uh, uh gone for quite some time yeah um anyway uh yeah all that stuff rocky horror did it first Mm-hmm. That's where it comes from, yep. you know. And maybe you don't have a constitution to handle it. I know a few people who have asked me about it. but I'm like, I don't think you should be watching this movie, mm-hmm. um, related or semi-related to a few of them. But sure, um, uh,
0: yeah. So, I mean, the 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 litmus test is you get to the point in the movie where Tim Curry throws off the cape, and mm-hmm. you're in or you're out. Yeah. That is the if moment where you know if you're if, watching the rest of the uh, movie. If
1: they throw it off the, and you're like, yes, King, then you're good. <laughs> if you look at it and you go, huh, or have any, anything else, then you, you, you might want to bail out.
0: Um, yeah, or at least, well, yeah, give it to the end of the song. <laughs> yeah, and you'll yeah, know for sure. Cool this,
1: yeah, I mean, you know. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, so Shadowcasts, all that. So um, the first time I saw it in a theater i was 13. okay wow and there's, really there is a uh then i fully admit that this is double standard that my daughter's not seeing it now who who were you with dad really he took me when i was I, I actually don't birthday. know
0: that uh, sorry checkmates this is uh maybe just for me but dun, dun, i, I dun. actually don't know this
1: okay so i went to the varsity theater in st louis so varsity is an old time is an old theater
0: which is now vintage vinyl yes it's one gone my, now it's a record yeah, store so one of my favorite record stores all right. in st louis check out vintage vinyl please yeah, if absolutely you um, they're on the internet google vintage vinyl st louis
1: yeah. Fantastic record store. Um, one of the cool, I and mean, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah. Um, so it used to be the Varsity Theater. Varsity had a small balcony. Yeah. And it was more long than it was wide. But still is. Still is. <laughs> well, right. That's what I'm saying. And if you yeah. walk in this record store, it's like, how was this ever a
0: theater? Yeah, I, I actually but didn't know It was, know for it years. was tiny. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But they played Rocky Horror. They also played Three Stooges on Sundays, which was, which was awesome. Really? Yes. Oh, um, Three I'm Stooges sorry, in I didn't 3D they did. Um,
0: <laughs> all right.
1: From those five episodes, I, however many they were in 3D. I know
0: exactly what you're referencing. So, People at home don't. But. Yeah. Anyway, um,
1: <laughs> they, uh, they did Rocky Horror, and that's where it used to be. And the varsity is kind of legendary in St. Louis for being a great art house theater and yeah. all this stuff. So they played it, and they played it loud. I mean, they pushed those speakers. It yeah, was sure. loud. When you have Sweet Transvestite and uh, Frank's foot is coming down, Yeah, it was dum dumb, dumb. It was dum, loud. Yeah. It was like not concert level but it was louder than a movie should be. Yeah. So I went to that, um, and uh, back in those days, at least when I saw it, um, they treated it more like a movie. They had coming attractions, and there really? would be some of those. Uh, one of them was She's Gotta Have It, and everybody... <laughs> Which makes sense for the movie, right? No, absolutely. But I, uh, but they wow. had that line, and everybody sat at a time. That please, baby, please, baby, 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 please. And the whole crowd did that, and it was hysterical. Um, so that happened. I'm so happy. And then they <laughs> had, uh, and then they would show the video for Paradise Garage, Tim Curry's video for Paradise Garage. Wow. Um, okay. It was either Paradise Garage or I Do the Rock. I don't remember which one it was. Okay because the visuals I mean, in, one is a deep the cut. visuals in my head say Paradise Garage sure but I wanted it to be Do The Rock because people danced in the aisles during it everybody did a big that conga makes a little more sense for I Do The Rock right so yeah. I don't remember I think it was I Do The Rock but I can't see that video in my head and I can see the Paradise Garage so nobody listening to
0: this knows either song
1: well and with reason <laughs> yeah. but it's okay but Tim Curry had a small recording career for a
0: while it's surprisingly good by the way
1: it is good it's just uh, but it's very much a product of his time
0: yeah well I mean I guess if you've listened to the soundtrack you know that he had a hell of a voice yes. i mean still does have a still hell of does, a voice yes. i don't mean to um, i don't know, and, mean to he you was, know tim, well, tim curry is great and everything um, uh he, yeah uh so anytime you see i mean if you get any chance to see tim curry in anything you take it
1: yeah um also uh the original soundtrack of uh Spamalad, he played king arthur and it was yes he did great
0: for those who don't know and i think 2012 12, if memory serves. Something like that. Uh, Tim Curry had a, a serious stroke and is currently in a wheelchair. Uh, he it has not stopped him from producing great work. He still does voice work. He still does some acting. Uh, but it, it's it's limited some things. And we all love Tim Curry. And uh, anything I say from now on, uh, please don't view as in any way ableist. I anything I say is out of severe love for Tim Curry. Uh, Tim Curry's career has been somewhat limited by his stroke. Uh, we
1: were, I mean, oh, you were, we're we're at the we're at the varsity. Yes, we're so at the varsity. They would play that video, that Tim Curry video, and then they would play the video for "Paradise by the Dashboard Light."
0: Yeah, by Meatloaf. Well, and is, that exists beyond that because I've seen that.
1: Yes. So which is uh, closely, um, if it's it's related to Rocky Horror in a way because. Meat is in Rocky Horror, yep. and it's similar sounding music. I, I genuinely forget of,
0: that it's not in the soundtrack. I think some <laughs> of the musicians
1: might have been the same, but I don't don't quote me on yeah, that. Yeah, I do. Don't think quote you might me, right. but it sounds like it. Yeah. Um, so they would play that video, and then they would do the movie, and then we would do the. Uh, um, and in St. Louis, we do the game, it's the lips instead of Rocky. It was give me an L, give me an I, give me a P, give me an S. Oh, yeah. What's well, it spell? Lips, and then the lips come on. Yeah. So. Um, so anyway, so that was my first experience in seeing it there and uh having people yell and I had heard dad tell me like three lines and I didn't understand half of what they were saying because I had no clue what was going on but it was fantastic. Yeah. Um and then I went a few times after that um a little older and went a couple times and dad went a few times I was like hey you want to come? I'm like sure. So um we went and then uh somewhere around 1989ish um, would be my guess. I don't really have the times real good in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, these people have, I've mentioned years before and people are like, I think you're a little off there, but I, I don't know for sure. Sure. I'm going to say ni- late 1989, um, mid 1989, somewhere around there. Um, i started dragging people to it. Hmm. Friends of I, mine.
0: I seem to remember being a little bit earlier than that. Maybe it was. Maybe it was uh, like 88. Yeah, because I, I... It wouldn't have been before that though. What... When did you graduate? 1990? I graduated in 90. Yeah, so I think you were doing this when you were still in high school. Oh, definitely. Uh, so, I mean, it had to be before 90. Yeah, I was. That's, it might have been 88. Yeah. 88, 89. 88 yeah. sounds like it could be. Um, well, I'll let started... me... <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> let me try to define this by moments that are significant in my life. Was it before or after we saw The Who for the first time? I don't know. Okay. See, I don't. I don't remember... That, that would have well, been
1: 89 that would have been 89 uh, um
0: and i want to say yes it was before that because well, that's one of the questions i have on my pad is that uh you were going to weekly screenings for <laughs> what years yes i mean because <laughs> i uh, yeah for, i was, I was kind of getting to that but yeah so for so many of my formative years i remember you going to rocky horror yes. and i was leaving every saturday night yeah um yeah was it saturdays like saturdays okay i, I don't oh, know why saturdays I thought it was Fridays. because
1: i would uh there was there were two theaters playing in at the time one played friday one played saturday the friday was never as good um <laughs> and, it, and it was you know no fault of the theater it just didn't sure happen. no yeah, yeah.
0: Um, you get different crowds
1: yes yeah, so uh saturday night stuck it was the tivoli theater by then
0: yeah sure um
1: so i started dragging tivoli still people sometimes shows
0: well i don't know if the tivoli does, does still sometimes show well tivoli well, is closed well tivoli got bought by a church group yes so uh, they said they have every intention of reopening it as a movie theater, but I don't know if that's true. I and also no COVID has uh, you right. Know, so who knows? Fucked up everything. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah. So um, I started dragging people to it. Uh, some people went willingly out of curiosity. Some people were like, "Fine, whatever." Yeah. Um, and that spiraled into uh, going every week. Sure. So after a while. People see you every week and they start recognizing you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we were never officially invited to be part of the Shadowcast. We just kind of forced ourselves on them.
0: Well, when it you were doing happened. it, it wasn't that organized.
1: Uh, well, you know, and I was thinking about we. I've always said that, but I was thinking about it earlier today, knowing I was going to come here and do this. Those sounds and you never, heard were the couch
0: again. It was the couch again <laughs> moving. Sorry, I have to keep rearranging myself here. I apologize. Um that's and he's on the couch that I used to sit on when I weighed 100 pounds more than I do now so it's creaky. <laughs> well, you know I'm just uh just cuz where the microphone is I keep
1: having to move a little bit. Yeah. Um so apologies for any weird noises that you hear uh that isn't us talking. Yeah. So, um I was thinking about it. I'm wondering if maybe the original group wasn't more tight knit. Oh, and that didn't could be possibly have each other's numbers and call each other's and stuff. Cause this was way before cell phones or anything like that.
0: Oh, absolutely. So, um,
1: yeah. I don't know, but I know that we kind of just showed up and started doing stuff and we were not, we were accepted and it was kind of, we just, my friends and I were kind of, we were part of it, but I don't know if we were ever truly, I mean, it was just kind of a weird situation thinking back on, I'm not sure how official anything was. Right. But I do know that, um, if, Somebody didn't show up to play a part for whatever. They grabbed me or, uh, or my my good friend Tim or whoever else we had. Usually, basically, Tim and I we were the only ones that showed up every week without fail. Yeah, I think it's um,
0: fair to say our good friend Tim. Our good yes. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't. I didn't mean to. Uh, I didn't mean to uh, yeah. exclude you there. No, um, that's, that's fine.
1: But we uh, so we would they would grab us and have us do stuff. Mm-hmm. And at one point. Back then, we didn't have the videos at that point sure. to show, and sometimes they were able to play uh, "Paradise by the Dashboard Light" over the speakers. Sometimes not. Yeah. So um, they did. Uh, there's a lot of uh, doing stuff with virgins. So let me explain that. <laughs> People who haven't seen the movie are referred to as virgins. Yes. If you have and seeing it in a video doesn't count. It is so you're much more innocent still, than it sounds. Yes, you're still <laughs> considered a virgin. Um, and they and we used to have what we called virgin auctions, so we would bring all the you virgins. You're going to get into this. Yes, I'm okay. Get into this. So we would, uh, yeah. So what we would do is we, you know, I'd go up to somebody and say, "Hey, have you seen our movie before?" <laughs> oh no, I haven't. So, okay. Well, what we would like to do is we like to welcome first timers. <laughs> That's uh, bring one word it down. for it. Yeah, bring it down front. Um, we just have a little welcome. It's no big deal. You know, it was a come on in. And then sometimes like, yeah, sure, whatever. And sometimes be like, I don't know. It's like, oh, come on. You know, and it's, I'd be really nice. It's really nice. You know, it's fun. It's just a part of the thing we do. It's just silly. Come on down.
0: And to clarify, all of that is true yes it is no big deal it's just right. fun well I'm gonna I'm gonna go and, through it. yeah
1: I'm gonna go through the whole thing so yeah.
0: um sorry so I uh, would
1: yeah stop stop interrupting me. I'm,
0: I, I, I've got. I'm telling a story I've, I've, I've gotten so fucking liberal that I feel the need to qualify everything I'm sorry you've gotten so liberal you're like past it yeah so um <laughs> I'm just scared you're all coming the time. around to, yeah so no don't it's
1: if people are listening they'll listen please continue so, um, I will
0: from now on I will say yeah or right or it. things like that okay um, as
1: our <laughs> friends from scotland would say
0: um so anyway uh uh, sorry
1: i watched brave not too long ago and that's in i was gonna say you have friends in scotland no um (laughs) but but um i'm open to friends in scotland if anybody hears i'd like a pen friend in scotland sure why not um, All right, not texting, pen friend. So Chuck beats. Um, so anyway, we
0: um <laughs> yeah. Getting email back. email db at ericbrink.com. I'll forward it to Dave.
1: <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So um, anywho, we uh, I would uh, so we'd bring these people down front, and we'd get in and it'd be about oh, I don't know, five, eight, ten minutes till movie time. And we wow, would, that's uh, soon. I imagined
0: it being like a half hour oh or Oh no, so. this was quick. Wow, really? So we would okay. go, and
1: now now maybe it was a little bit longer if we had a lot of people. Sure. You know, but we'd bring a bunch of people down, and um, I believe my opening speech was, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, weirdos, pervos, sickos, and psychos, welcome to the 289th annual Rocky Horror Virgin Auction! Yay. And the crowd of course, erupted in applause, mm-hmm. and people would freak out a little bit. And we would take the, every person, we'd grab him by the hand or put our arm around or whatever. And uh, him or her, whoever it would be. Because um, we had, there was no, it wasn't just women, it wasn't just men, it was whatever. Whoever would come down, we would mess with them a little bit. Yeah. And we'd put our arms around them or whatever and say, now this particular virgin. And we would just make up the weirdest, filthiest, whatever we could come up with about this Person, yeah, stranger you'd never met, stranger we'd never met. Yeah. Um, the and that was fine. And um, go for the highest bidder, basically. So I would say, it would say stuff like, uh, yeah, describe better, you know, this is uh, <laughs> this is a magic version, virgin halfway through, she pulls a rabbit out, stuff like that. And uh, so what do I, what am I bid for this virgin? And people would shout out the most disgusting. Oh. filthy horrible things awful they could come up with which yeah. I'm not going to repeat
0: no and you, ca- you
1: can't <laughs> the, with the first or second one we'd always take the first or second because we didn't want it going too long yeah unless people were like said sold come claim your virgin and then we'd say you know go back to your seat and then they would go back to their seat most people were cool that every once yeah. in a while we probably scarred somebody sure um, but we'd do that at the time um, there was a Pizza Hut commercial that's kind of famous we've had a lot of we had a lot of people like our, or maybe Pizza Hut or Domino's, one of the two had this deal on. So I was like, "All right, we got a lot of virgins to get through tonight, so we're gonna have a, uh, so we're gonna have a special. Regular price, four bucks, four bucks, oh, four yeah. bucks, four oh, bucks. So we'd God. go through them, and
0: oh. then that, that dates this, by the way, shows yeah, how old was, this is. By the way, that was Pizza Hut. It was Pizza Hut, yeah. <laughs> so
1: we would do that, um, and it was, it was fun and games. It was innocent. It did, nobody yeah. meant anything about it. Nobody ever got sold. Nobody right. ever got. Um, had to go sit by someone that they didn't come with. Yeah. You know, and if anyone, I would ever try that. We'd have, Hey, knock it off What the hell are you doing? You know, so you um, were
0: respectfully disrespectful.
1: Yes. So, well, (laughs) because that's the thing is that's like I said, there is as dirty as all this is. There's a little bit of innocence to it. There's a, it's more of a,
0: and there's a genuine love.
1: It's kids at play. Yeah. That's what it is. It's people being, um, School kids being, you know, Mm -hmm. you'd say schoolboy humor, but it is. It's being um, silly and letting your inhibitions down for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's a safe place, too, because even though we're shouting um, stuff at the screen that you would never say to a person in even back then, you would never say to a person in real life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have never once yelled slut at anybody.
1: No. um, (laughs) There were people who were there who were... um, out who were gay yeah
0: um out and proud who you, were yelling you, uh, i i can edit this out if you need me to do you want to talk about uh who for the sake of anonymity i'm going to refer to as kenneth sure okay yeah we can talk about kenneth so kenneth was openly gay mm-hmm. um
1: and very gay he was um, one of those guys who uh, was very flamboyant and you don't see that as much anymore but sure. back in the day i think people kind of i don't know if they just wanted to let everyone know or if that's just how people some people just are flamboyant
0: uh yeah uh, gay I, or otherwise I, I have a friend who is very yes uh, so very was very flamboyant <laughs> and he was our frank yeah he would sure. uh, and i say
1: r like i had anything to do with it <laughs> but um he was the guy that played frank uh during the Shadowcast stuff and he was uh who was very gay, and he would yell um, the lines that today would be considered gay bashing and weren't necessarily then, or at least we didn't think of it that way. Yeah. I guess they were. Yeah. But we I didn't mean, think of it that way. mean, does mean a lot. It's con- yes. Because um, there's, uh, um, when, when, and uh, the song, Damn It Janet, she says, Oh, Brad, I'm mad. It was, Oh, Brad, we you, you f-, f***. Yeah. Is what we would yell. Um, and at that point, though, um, that was a word that some homosexual men, and I guess ladies too, um, sure. gravitated towards and used for power. Yeah. And some did not. Yeah. I, I mean, it seems like that's more of a male, more, more of a male thing. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Scott Thompson used to use it all the time on yeah. Kids in the Hall. Yeah, he still did it on purpose. does. Still does actually. Yeah, and um, yeah, so um last i checked yeah so i don't know you know i don't know if that's still being done or not yeah um oh by the way i never finished i was gonna say this the group that's doing it the shadow oh yeah
0: jesus you said shout out like uh, a half hour ago they're
1: called (laughs) uh, they actually have a name they're called flustered mustard yeah and they do it every once while they're on facebook um look really on facebook i will absolutely follow them the next show i think is like in desoto which is wow. really far from us. Yeah, I thought about it. It's like, that's like an hour plus <laughs> yeah. drive. It's not the drive down. That's a drive back. Yeah, that, that is absolutely <laughs> After correct. midnight. Um, yeah. I'm not going to have to get a hotel. Yeah. Um, that's,
0: how, that's, how, that's, that's how old I am. I'm going to have to or sleep in my car or something. But, I'm not um, a hotel. I'm at bringing a guy in his 20s to drive back. <laughs> that's a good idea, too. Yeah. That's a better idea. Yeah. Actually, but um, it's cheaper. <laughs>
1: But, um, yeah, so I don't know if those things are still yelled or not. But I don't either. Um, I,
0: I'm interested
1: it to would find be inter- that out, Yeah, actually. I would like yeah. to find out. Um, and maybe they are, and if so, they're done. But it's done. It's weird that we can sit there in this theater and yell these um, derogatory names and things. Yeah. And be accepting of the person at the yeah. same time. It's just a weird consciousness. Rocky Horror exists in a bubble all its own, and it's not
0: explainable outside.
1: And we're doing what, the best we can. I
0: mean, the best... Uh, analog to it, I guess, would be the rap use of the n word. Yes, that uh, you can use the soft a, and it's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if well, look, I'm I look how I look, and I am who I am, and it is not acceptable for me to use any form of that word. Right, uh, but if you're within the rap culture. You could use the soft A and it is, it it is acceptable or understood anyway as not being intentionally offensive, or you can use the hard R and you are being offensive. Right. That's maybe the nearest analog we have. Yeah. So, um, yeah, exactly. And that's, but it's not quite the
1: same, but that's close. Right. Um, but yeah, so, uh, Kenneth was quite, um, you know, quite the flamboyant gay man, um, and that's fine he but he would do it through, uh, he had a, we went to a party after one time every once in a while there'd be parties and I'm not going to go into the whole thing but no, yeah. um, I, I think I know what you're going to say he though. was he yeah. was talking to someone very loudly and yeah. admonishing them, I know
0: exactly what you're going to say admonishing, admonishing them, them for <laughs> the language
1: yeah. they were using and he went through this um Litany. List. <laughs> Litany is good, too. He said, look, he said, look, I don't care what you think. I don't care what you think of me. And he said, I don't necessarily what you care. You can call me a hm <laughs> or a hm." <laughs> and went through all those things um, with butts and other things that you can do to them. Um, and went through just this total list. He's like, oh, I'm cleaning this up. I'm doing pretty good, I think.
0: It's not bad. <laughs> um,
1: went through a list of probably 10 different derogatory terms. Yeah that I thought were horrible and he says but don't you dare call me fag. Yeah. And uh and I'm saying it because it's a direct quote. Yeah. But
0: Well, and it'll be censored. Right. Um, that's one of the few words I'll censor. Okay.
1: Um but and it was uh and it was really funny. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's but, it, but he meant it. Yeah. But he also knew that it was funny. Yeah. So he yeah, but he was he was he was a cool I mean he was a cool guy but it was uh was kind of my first experience with sure. openly gay people. Yeah. I mean, I knew one or two that I suspected. Sure. But I never really, you know, they never really came out, at least not till much later on. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was kind of my first experience. But uh, it, 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 there was one time when I got uncomfortable um, because I was very straight and he was very gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and only once did that ever. Well, there was one time when my friend Tim was talking with him. And he was always after Tim. I was saying, hey, when are you going to turn on me? Yeah. yeah. Um, he he's like, I have no plans, but you'll, you'll be the first to know. Right. Um, so he... And uh, to
0: be clear, Tim is currently married Tim to is, a woman. Yes, Tim is very yeah. st- is also very, very straight.
1: But anyway, so there was only... But like I say, the movie never made me question my sexuality. Um, he One time, Kenneth said to... Oh, sure. I'm sorry. I interrupted uh, that. To uh, friend, Tim, said, uh, he said he said, well, who are you here with tonight? So just here with my friend, Dave, he goes, now remind me which one's Dave. Mm-hmm. I said, it was the guy with, and I, at the time I had really long hair and, um, was curled curly hair. Um, and I was, I was, I've never been a fashion, uh, magnet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've never been, you know, into it at all. Um, yep. and so, uh, Kenneth said, uh, oh yeah, he's a mess. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not sure if I should be offended or not, but okay. (laughs) Am I offended or am I okay with being a mess? I'm not sure. Um, But the only time it ever got uncomfortable with that was there is a line in the movie, and I'm going to go ahead and say it. Sure. um,
0: I can censor anything I need to. Yeah,
1: where during I'm going home, which I know you don't like, do do the lines for that because your song means a lot to you as a person. I
0: I, I that is maybe my favorite song in the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so it just it, it, uh, I mean, we'll get we'll, one of the things we're doing when we wrap up is talking about favorite yeah, songs. Yeah. So, we'll so we'll get to that. But yeah, there's a line
1: but, in it, um, in the song where Tim Curry Frankfurter uh, Frankfurter, says, uh, um, "Feeling free to try and find the game." Yeah. And so there's a pause before this free. And the line is how much for a job? Mm-hmm. He goes how much for a job and free. Uh, and Kenneth looked at me, touched my shoulder, and, and looked oh. right in my face and said, "Free." And oh, I was like,
0: "Wow! Oh, okay. Um, good to know, I guess." <laughs> 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 so I didn't know what to do with that, but in that some, was okay. It, in some ways, that's a very sweet gesture.
1: Yeah. I mean, that was okay because, um, and he was playing along. I don't know. I, know I didn't have, I didn't take him up on the offer, so I don't know. Sure, yeah. But um, I don't know if that was a legitimate offer that was playing along. Mm-hmm. But it was okay because it forced me to have to think for a minute. Yeah. And to have to deal with that and to say, well, you know, that's not for me, but, yeah. you
0: know, you do you, dude. You know, let it He He at least go. took that moment to express his comfort in saying that to you. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah.
1: um, and he might have just been trying to stir the pot that's the kind of guy he was. Sure. He might have just been trying to get a reaction out of me. Sure. And that's possible too. I was like, I don't even know what I said or if I said It's like, okay. Sure. Um, so no, was like, yeah, so he, was a, yeah. he was interesting. But there were a lot of interesting people yeah. at that yeah. around. Um, yeah. And that's what I would call him interesting. And I don't mean interesting in that way of, oh, well, that's interesting. I don't mean it in a <laughs> cocky way. Or a uh, dismissive way. I mean, these people were interesting because were people who, like I said, had real jobs and did real things mm-hmm. and were, um, now some of them were not Easter fruit fruitcake anyway. <laughs> sure. I mean, regardless. you know, I mean, yeah. some of them outside of, you know, Mark marketer might've been the most normal thing they did. I met a few of them <laughs> that were certifiable and I knew some of them very well. Who were um, who actually seriously had problems? Sure. Um, and I don't and I don't want to make fun of that.
0: No, no, not at all.
1: So but the people that, who that, seriously yeah. had problems and needed medications that we didn't really have back then.
0: Yeah, I'm not including right.
1: that. I'm seeing some of some of these people. You know, and we all know them. There are mm. some people that are just out there. Um, and there were a few of them that were kind of all kind of. Uh, I'm not going to say Clockwork Orange, but had that. <laughs> bent to them you yes. know so there are a few dangerous people but most of the people there i would say 98 percent, yeah were i mean some of them were way most of them were way less prudish than me sure <laughs> i will say that there was a lot of that going on but um they're mostly decent people sure and we all kind of everybody kind of accepted everybody else especially if you were coming back and forth. Um, you know, had a few good conversations, had, um, a few times of going out after it and everybody hanging out after, uh, Rocky at the steak and shake or whatever, sure. you know? Wow. Well, steak and um, shake.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know why I pitched the Denny's. No, we, we didn't ever want us to Denny's. So we, no, uh, we, I mean, uh, I've been thrown out of more Denny's than I've been. I've in. been thrown out of Denny's too. Yeah. yeah. And not having
1: anything to do with Rocky. Horror. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. Um,
0: um, so basically, you know, to hell with Denny's at this point. It, well, um, I don't know if I'd go that is far. what I would say. Yeah, Denny's good, can... Good mozzarella sticks. Okay. So, um... <laughs> it's weird that of everything we've said that's, during this... That's, com- that's, that's, that's the line? That's the part where that's, we part we That's company. where we're, yeah. we're going to have to start <laughs> start getting vicious. Um,
1: so, yeah. So, but there, I mean, you know, I most of my... I mean, there are a few bad memories of some personal things going on at sure. that point. Um, and there are a sure. few things that
0: happened that, um, so I just maybe, got transported back to the 1990s. Well, yeah, you like, kind sure. of know, you know where I'm going, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to go there. No, I will just saying no that to. there yeah. are things um, turned out okay.
1: Yeah, I know, but I, but most of my memories are good. Most of my memories are fun mm. of just having fun, just sitting and yelling. I mean, yeah, we were yelling offensive stuff, but yeah. it was done in a playful, innocent way. And we were. Teenagers, you know, and, yeah, and yeah, there were older people there yelling it too, you know, sure, but they were being teenagers, yes, they were in their 50s being teenagers, and yes, you know, God bless them,
0: <laughs> so um. How did it feel to say older people and then
1: 50s? (laughs) Well, I was going to say 60s, but the 60s now was 50s back then. Yeah, that's probably Um, true. So I had to kind of uh, rearrange on the fly there. And I don't know if it hit the right age group. That's fair. (laughs) um, But yeah, so there, so, you know, and there's still people who are, you know, original fans Mm -hmm. watching it, seeing it, um, yelling uh, immature stuff, doing immature things. Um, So most of my memories are fun. Most of them are. Uh, just about, you know, like I say, being a part of it yeah. and having fun and listening to the music, listening to the soundtrack on the way down and yeah. listening to, um, I still listen to the soundtrack all the time. I don't, yeah. it's not, and it's not a Halloween movie for me, by the way, I do watch oh, well, me it yeah. on Halloween and around Halloween. Um, but I usually watch it at least one other time a year. Sure. Mid-year me too. usually, um, the whole I, being Halloween, I get the Halloween uh, connection Yeah. But to me, it's kind of tenuous at best. It's not a Halloween movie to me.
0: Well, I, it's possible that the first time I saw it was a Halloween showing. So that might be what happens for me. Yeah, I'm really not sure how it got... I mean, I
1: get that it's a Halloween thing. Yeah.
0: I guess because of all the dressing up and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. That's, And it is... That's
1: what... There is yeah. a little bit of a horror movie element to it, yeah. but it's such a small element. Wouldn't, wouldn't scare a person.
0: Yeah. It's, it's the cosplay element that does it for me as a I Hollywood guess thing. I don't, you know, and it's talks about, Ooh, horror. Like this is yeah. there's very little horror in it. No, um, not, it's more science fiction than yeah. horror. Yeah. Um, cause there's I millions. Mean, but, but I mean, multiple times throughout the year, I, 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 can't tell you how many times I wake up in the morning virtually and the first thing in my head is, It was great when it all began. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, know? you know, oh yeah, I'll make, I'll you know, do
1: the songs all the time. I'm always yeah. walking around singing um one or two songs will pop into my head. Yeah. Um so that's it. Yeah, so yeah, so basically I have warm feelings about it for the most part. And yeah. uh I guess I haven't been in I mean we went probably ten years ago we went uh, maybe oh she's probably longer than that maybe 15 or longer um, I, I think we I think I went to a t- showing with you Tivoli, previous to that Tivoli was doing or, um, more recently but than we that. were I know Tim was proud because one of the lines that he created was still in it so we were like yes <laughs> um, high, high five him. in the back um, so yeah but there's so do, many do you have a favorite lines.
0: line do you have a favorite line
1: um boy I have a lot of favorite lines I do too <laughs> um some of them that come to mind quickly um, I always liked um with the uh, the criminologist or narrator, whatever you want to say, but he's yeah. technically a criminologist. Who also
0: um, uh, for fo- folks who care also played Blofeld in one of the James Bond movies. He's in Two James Bond movies, uh, l- legit actor. <laughs> several other things. <laughs> yeah. he, he showed up for a day and did this movie. Yeah, um, never Charles saw Gray. it.
1: Charles Gray, never saw it. Never, never saw. The it. Movie. He probably he had to have seen Chuck Shark Treatment, you'd think, because he was in that too.
0: Maybe, but well, was, I mean, he saw the paychecks, he was like I guess. The star, but, yeah. So he kind of <laughs> had to.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, so that was one of those scenes, uh, and this is probably Dad's favorite line, I think. Okay. He says, um, what of the floor show that had been spoken of? Said, from uh, from what had gone before, it was clear that this was going to be. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, a, a picnic? No picnic. <laughs> ah, shit.
0: And I brought the ants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's what a good one. Um, yeah.
1: That's always a good one. I'll tell you
0: this. Uh, um, with uh, the album I just put out, yeah. uh, the line that Dad texted me just out of nowhere was, what's an unt? Yes. <laughs>
1: That's a good one. My German uncle's wife. like,
0: aw. <laughs> um, I always loved um, the
1: whole thing about the, the neck because um, the criminologist, his. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, I don't wears, know why I blanked on that. I don't yeah. know why. I guess the criminologist might be my favorite stuff, but he's uh, <laughs> he wears his collar very high and you can't see his neck. And so um, when he's first introduced, before, before he turns around, well, the man you're about to see has no neck. Yeah. Where's your neck? Show That's us your mine. neck. And he'd do stuff like, uh, and true, the uh, the spare tire they were carrying was badly in need of some air. So is your neck, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I always that stuff. That stuff. Um, a lot of the visual ones, it's hard to do a visual one over there, but some of yeah. the visual ones are fun. Yeah. Um, you know, everything from...
0: Yeah, uh, she's uh, you know... Um,
1: See now I'm blanking out and I've no like more lines than there are.
0: Yeah, I just sprung a question on you and kind of that's a, And I should have seen that one comment. Yeah, it's slightly unfair, but. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot. I just, but so many of them are so dirty. It's hard to, <laughs> while the movie's on, I can do it. Yes, I. It's it's like Pavlovian. It's yeah. just uh, right away. I just you know saying you know, just say the line. Yeah, and um, yeah, just sitting here thinking. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I just can't remember.
0: Um, anything? Yeah, it's sad. No, I understand completely. Because um, I, I, I
1: was sitting and watching a movie last night in my house. I decided to go ahead and watch it, um, just to get it all in my head. Um, since then I was doing this, and everybody was asleep mm-hmm. except for me, mm-hmm. and I'm uh saying I'm not necessarily saying them out loud, but they're in my head. Yeah, no, very, You know, and some yeah. of them I say out loud. You know, and every
0: once in a while, yeah, some of you you can't help but say out loud. Yeah. Um. You know,
1: everything from uh, what's white and sells hamburgers, yes, to, uh, you gotta say that one, yes. Um, I love the whole thing with uh, with uh, during the uh, damn Janet, at uh, the beginning, when they guys, uh, I've got something to say, I really love that, and then there's that pause. It starts with an the S.
0: S. Yeah, I love that one. You have no idea, like recording the album that I did, how hard it was. Not, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I cannot even imagine the the one, and I felt like there was room for this, but the one that I put in there was the two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen. Eat your heart out, and Miller. Yeah, like because that is in the Broadway version, but not in the movie. Like that's
1: a much dirtier line when we said it. Now but, that you're like, saying it, I'm remembering yeah, yeah. all these that, horrible uh,
0: things we used to say. Yeah, but uh, that was the one kind of thing that I allowed myself yeah. on the, uh, in and the that's recording okay. to do. That's, uh, that was uh,
1: Sal Piero's line, I think, was the Eat Your Heart on Ann Miller. That oh, line. that might have been, but I mean, um, it was
0: definitely in the Roxy recording, so I felt like there was justification for oh, was this. Oh, it, yeah. well, it might have been, you're right. Yeah, it was definitely in the Roxy oh, recording. Oh, never mind then, I thought it was his. It could have uh, been too. I don't well, know. yeah. I mean, he may have contributed, and then they. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I just that was the one that I thought. You know, there's it, empirical, historical evidence for this, <laughs> so I'm going to do yeah, it. Yeah. So that's okay. Know? Um. Yeah. So there's. I mean, there's a lot of them in the songs. Yeah. Um.
1: I was like, uh, just the running theme towards the beginning, of. Uh, uh, do we pass a castle? maybe they have a phone i might use castles don't have phones asshole <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and uh, that just keeps coming up like three or four times all right
0: do we have anything left to cover uh, uh just a little bit we okay. are getting dangerously close to this being a three-parter nice. um <laughs> but uh uh we do have just a few things to touch on they're simple they're easy they're hopefully quick Sure. Um, (laughs) Yeah, and as much as they can be. Uh, Actually, something that you alluded to earlier, uh, or maybe in a previous episode, who knows by now. Um, Favorite song from it, and why? When, why? Yeah, You're going to make me think. Well, well, I guess why if you want to. It can be as simple as, I like it, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
1: I think that that answer probably changes. Yeah depending on mood and depending on where you are but um, I think there's like three that fight for it in my head sure but I think I'm going to have to give the edge to science fiction double feature okay because it sets everything up Mm. Um, it's kind of it's a really good song (laughs) Uh, I don't know why really, I said that. I enjoyed it's, the dead. <laughs> it's, it's a really good song. And um, it sets up the, like I say, I was always drawn to the parody aspect of it yeah. and the B movie feel yeah. of the whole thing. And that just reinforces that for me. Um, I like to sing the song, I love yelling the lines at it. That's some of my favorite lines are in that. And uh, yeah, it's just a really cool song. I mean, there's a few others that are fighting for position. As we speak, but that's, I think, what I would go with.
0: Okay. that's I mean, that's a good answer. I, I love that song. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those songs that I almost resent that there are audience participation lines for. Because I, I think it's so well written. It is. It's such a love letter to the genre. It
1: is, but you kind of have to get out of blast out of the gate with the audience participation yes. stuff, you know? Yeah. You can't look, yeah. we can't ease into that. That's got to come boom. Yeah. Right in. Um, the other thing about that song though, and we're going to derail again. It's um, fine. You know, that that's why Patricia Quinn took the role of Magenta. Really? Is because in the show, it's not sung by Magenta, it's sung by an usherette, because yes. they have usherettes throughout the show, and then one of them comes up on stage and begins a song. Yes. So that usherette then takes the magenta role throughout the rest of the show. Oh, okay. So she had heard that song. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, so she said, heard that's, the song and said, yeah. that's one of the most amazing songs I've ever heard. I have to sing that song. Yeah. And her manager's like, well, wait a minute. You don't know. You might only have four lines in the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. She said, I don't care. I get to sing that song every night. I want that role. Yeah. And it turns out she had four lines. In the rest of the show. the so manager <laughs> was absolutely correct.
0: But she got to
1: do it. So, then when the movie came around and uh, Richard O'Brien sang the song, she threatened to leave. Wow. She's like, ah, You take my. That s- I didn't know. You take this song away from me, you can stick your whole movie where the sun don't shine, I'm out. Wow. And uh, they talked her into it, but they walked around the set and showed her the set, showed everything that was happening, and they came up with the compromise of her lips. Yeah. miming it yeah. while he's singing. Wow, that's but apparently how apparently that Richard happened. Ryan according to the commentary that I just heard. Mm. I knew that story before. Yeah. But he said that he was not aware that they that they that he was kind of like, we're doing this. Okay, he came in to sing and he thought he was doing a guide vocal at first. He didn't realize that they That take explains it from some things about later. that vocal
0: actually. Yeah.
1: So, um wow. So it's very interesting. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, so it's a cool little bit of trivia, mm. but uh, but yeah, I really I like the song too. That song just That yeah, you know, yeah. That song is. I mean, There's probably better songs, but that's the one I like the most.
0: That song is maybe. Uh, 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 I I think of that song and I think of comfort, like it's one of my happy places.
1: Yeah, it's a happy place song um, for me too. But it's also a kind of okay. Here we go.
0: Yeah. It's well, a bit yeah. Of but I mean, it is like I hear that song start, and I just think, oh, the next hour and a half is gonna be okay. Right. You know? Uh, like, I maybe need to employ that in my day-to-day life. <laughs> like, if I'm having a bad time, you know, I need to listen to science fiction double feature for four and a half minutes. Yeah. And, like, the next hour and a half will be okay. You know? Maybe. Uh, I, I, I mean, the song that, if I'm just listening and the song that I want to hear, that if I have to pick one song that, yes, please play that song to represent the movie to me, it's going to be Rose Tent My World. Like the whole floor show. That my number two. Yeah, the whole floor show sequence. Uh-huh. Uh, just, I mean, because you almost have to get Don't Dream It, Be It in there. Sure. And I mean, you know, there's so much about that whole piece that I just love. And I mean, like one of the resounding things in my life is, Frank and Berter, yeah. it's all over.
1: Right. You know, uh,
0: like I just love that. Because uh, his voice is so different from the rest of the cast that it's jarring when he comes in, mm-hmm. and like I just I love his voice and at it that be. moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I I don't know that he even meant for that to happen, but it did. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like that may be the thing that I want to hear if I have to hear one. But I mean, favorite song. Uh, you alluded to it earlier. Uh, I'm going home. Right. Uh, like uh, when I played that for the album that I released, uh, there are a couple of takes of that, that I have that I'm keeping for myself that no one else will ever hear that I get partway through the song and just start crying because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a beautiful moment because, yeah. I mean, uh, we have established there are different reads on it, but I mean, to me, it's a read of we him. We didn't establish that when they marked were rolling though. No, we did. Oh, did we? I think. If we didn't, uh, Hey Checkmates, there are different reads on that fucking song. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I mean, there's, uh, my, my read on I'm going home is it's a guy who genuinely believes he's going home and is genuinely sentimental and looking forward to it and desiring that. I agree with that. Um,
1: and I think he's, he's also thinking he's going to go home to great acclaim and too great oh that's interesting um because he's look he's built this creature and he's done all the stuff and that's interesting the man um but i also think that he knows he's pushed riff a little far here because he shows up with a uh, laser and everything Mm -hmm. um so it's also kind of like because he says before he sings something he says i can explain and i've always thought that um part of it was oh my god you're right it was, starts with wait yeah i can explain uh-huh. and it's appealing to, oh my god <laughs> yeah it's, he's appealing to um to riff and he's appealing to hey this is where i'm coming from this is who i am this is what's happening um so it's partially pleading his own case mm. and partially like you said his victory lap because he's so far gone at that point that he i
0: mean yeah he's definitely delusional
1: yeah that he yeah. doesn't have um, the ability to do everything. but um, that's not one of my favorite lines, by the way. Audience participation lines. They, Wait, can you explain?
0: I can, I can explain. explain. Better
1: yeah. make it good. Got shot last week. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my—I—I uh, I didn't reveal my favorite audience participation. Oh, line. So yeah. Go ahead. My favorite might be uh, do something, do something else, yeah, and then something, something, something else. else. <laughs> that, that I think that's, that's my a favorite good one too. Um, <laughs> it just feels Mel Brooksian yeah you know <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah
1: I, oh, sorry, see, I'm starting to go through lines again so. yeah, yeah sorry <laughs> um, yeah
0: but anyway so um, you were making a very good point though
1: <laughs> yeah so I mean so but that's the other thing too is that it's um, depending on how you view the movie and your experiences kind of changes the songs and yeah. everything else too
0: well I think viewed through either perspective it's still a moment of Frank revealing at least what he believes is his true self
1: yeah, kind of um the monster has a heart.
0: Yeah. Whether um, that heart is entirely pure or not is not the issue. I think it's him revealing this is who I am in that moment. Yeah, it's, and it's that's, giving, that's sort of what it's I It's giving
1: him a uh, and you know, and you can interpret the song however you want to, but yeah. it's giving him that moment of uh I guess humanity is not quite the word, but it's giving him that little human moment um after he comes on and the screen and he's such a strong character and you're gravitated towards him and then he does a lot of bad stuff yeah and then so it's not quite a redemption necessarily but it's um giving him a little moment of uh he's even Columbia who's also had it with his crap yeah um kind of you know starts to she softens up towards him too, too while he's singing the song yeah. so you know, that's,
0: only... that's part of that's actually the other question I was going to ask before we wrap up is yeah. about favorite character. Cause she's, she's my favorite character. Yeah. Uh, and that's part of why, why, why is, is she your favorite character? I'm just kind of curious.
1: I, cause uh, I've seen
0: people, I've talked to people who've had her favorite character too, but I've yeah. never really gotten an answer. Well, I mean, part of it is I grew up as a redhead, uh, but, <laughs> um, that's fair. Uh, but also I, of all of the characters in it I think her motives are the most pure uh throughout the entire and the most consistent throughout the entire movie mm, okay uh because I mean she's ultimately there her that's the thing about this movie is so as all of the characters have a fully fleshed out character that you could make a movie about just that character mm-hmm. and I think if you view the movie through just her perspective it's it's ultimately a story of love love lost and love unrequited and uh i get that okay and uh just just i mean the moment before she's frozen by the medusa ray which is such an absurd sentence to say with emotion in my voice uh the moment before she's frozen by the medusa (laughs) ray where she says i loved you do you hear me i loved you Mm -hmm. she meant that yeah and you know she's realizing that the god that I created in my mind is a god made of sand, right? And uh, like there are so many ways in which I get her character. Okay. Uh, and even even just I mean if we're if we're talking about the music still, uh, mm-hmm. I mean Time Warp almost exists outside of the movie like you could play that song anywhere and it's fine and sure. it doesn't really add anything to the plot except it also kind of does because I really think that the explanation for how did all this happen in one night is in that song because Columbia scene yes. sings the line time meant nothing and never would again. Mm-hmm. Well, and
1: let's do the time warp again. Yes, hey, guess what we're doing you're here. You're doing
0: the time warp for the whole fucking movie. Yes, like, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and I, it took me a
1: long time to figure that out too. Yeah, that yeah, was another one where I yeah. say, but I couldn't quite make everything go. And then, um, when Dr. Scott gives his speech about, we have, you know, our friend has found a way of protecting the ray. Mm-hmm. It sends, you know, sends solid matter through space and who knows, perhaps even time yeah. itself. Well, yeah. there's your explanation. There right is there. such
0: a time travel element to it that gets overlooked. Yeah. Nobody uh, gets it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's like everybody points out, well, how do Rocky says he's just seven hours old? Well, maybe he is and maybe he isn't, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a
1: that's kind of a question and it might be i mean in yeah. in regular time sure. yeah sure but right if this castle is existing outside of time right which i think it. Is. why, why is ta- and why we- is
0: there a castle in denton ohio yeah you i know? mean i feel like we should be talking about star trek right now I'm, um but it's the same thing yeah. <laughs> not but okay um nah, bright colors bullshit it's the same thing <laughs> well that part sure but
1: you know <laughs> that could that could be that could be a lot of things um so anyway, uh yeah, no, I mean yeah, time.
0: I Yeah, forgot what well, I was it say. doesn't matter. I but, but I mean but the thing I was saying is I just I love Columbia for those reasons just cuz I think that she's the person that the moment she comes into your view, she's the same person when she leaves just slightly more heartbroken. Uh Yeah, say she's sadder. Yeah, her story is one mm. of starting out knowing who she is and by the end of it going I'm still this person but so much has happened that I don't know who I am anymore
1: yeah her story is more I think as kind of revelation and more realizing and more having to face uh, uncomfortable truths yeah it's a sad story it's a sad story and hers is not being uh, um, not having a good time anymore I
0: heard the good time the party has ended the party's over for her I mean, she starts. She's still there. Yeah, she starts in a top hat and she ends in run and running ma- mascara. Yeah, you know. So and like, I well, the pool I, I, will do that too. Well, sure, but yeah, I understand you being in the party and then suddenly having your your mascara running down your face and wanting out. Like, I I get that. Yeah, you know, she's still at the party. She doesn't really need to be there, want yeah. to be there, but she's stuck. Yeah, she wants to leave, and ultimately, her end is sad she's got a sad end you know it's um, I, I I not again not to get too heavy but I kind of as a person who has lived with more or less clinical depression for my entire life yeah. I just kind of go yeah uh, uh, that is a, I absolutely get that okay. <laughs> like, yeah you know, I get it sometimes the party stops being fun yeah long before it it's mm-hmm. over
1: you know <laughs> yeah so her party's over and yeah.
0: she Realizes it
1: before Frank does, but yeah. that's what makes him But
0: awesome. but you said your favorite character is Riff, and I'd kind of yes. like you to speak to that.
1: Uh, because he's the hero, it's that simple.
0: Really, Riff you view is, him as the hero. Riff is the hero of the okay. piece. Uh, well, I'm I'm not even disagreeing with you, but that's uh, um, that's I've always felt it because he's the guy who
1: finally says, "All right, this shit's gone on far enough," <laughs> and um he takes matters into his own hands. And sure, maybe he goes a little far. Um, he could have just brought Frank back and brought him up on charges. Sure, but he. You know. Well, we don't
0: know what the Transylvanian but judicial system is like. Right, but you know a decision. <laughs> Maybe had he was to be a judge.
1: <laughs> um, well, it depends on how much you believe about the possible sequ- real sequel. Um, oh yeah, but you know that's a We, have time we that. don't. Yeah, we Makes my brain hurt. Definitely um, not. Yeah, yeah we so, can't get into um, that, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah so he takes matters in his own hands he fixes it so he basically so he stops the, the bad guy who's move establishes Frank sure but the one wanted to be not he is yes um so he stops the bad guy and he basically saves Brad and Janet cuz they were going to well, be well that's true they were the new columbia yeah, they were going, as you're Jen right. especially. Yeah, you' was, was about to Brad say exactly pro- that. You're, and Brad probably would have taken on kind of rift roll a little bit. Yeah. So
0: maybe a self-preservation, I don't know. But um, Well, yeah, that's a good point too. So well, wow, there are so many layers to this movie that don't make any fucking sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it is, but
1: I also like, but if you watch, when you know how it ends and what he has to do, if you watch his interactions with Magena, you see it the whole way through you know, that he's planning something the whole time. Yeah. You know that I, he's, he's had yeah, it. I've noticed that. Aunt, yeah. He and yeah.
0: Magenta are on this different wavelength and you can say what you will about that. But, well, yeah. um, just so. the fact that they, I mean, it's, it's so small a detail, but just the fact that they have a salute that only they do.
1: Mm hmm. And that's to, yeah. guarantee to show them as being different to show them yeah. as being aliens and to clue mm-hmm. the audience. in before yeah. anything happens, um, yeah. Cause nobody else does it, uh, And you're right. I forgot about that, but nobody else does it. Yeah. Um, this their little thing. So, um,
0: I mean, colloquially we call it elbow sex. We call it elbow sex. It's (laughs) not really, but then
1: you get to make elbow sex jokes.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's part of the fun. Exactly. (laughs) Um, As anyone who is still in on this, uh, like hour three understands. Right. Um, (laughs) So, um, yeah, but that's, I mean, that's
1: really the base of it, but I like, I just like the character. I like that he's, um, he's smarter than he looks he yep. is uh, and i think it's because i did manual labor for so long and i always tried to uh um and i people would often say to me why do you do this you're smarter than this like, hmm. well i choose yeah. to do it i, do I remember it because, you talking about that yeah i choose to do it i don't want to work in an office i don't yeah. want no, now I well do.
0: for for anybody who is listening, you had a custodial engineer. Yeah. I was like, yeah. That's day. what the words I use custodial yeah. engineer. Yeah. Um, I, I never knew if you invented that or if that was what I totally called. invented it. Yeah. Okay. That's a Janitor. Janitor.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but custodial engineer sounds better.
0: Yeah. So um people
1: say you're too smart. And I was like, well, I don't want to work in an office. I don't want to. Mm. And then now I do. Mm. um But, you know, it's also what 40 years later. At the time, I didn't want to work in an office and I mm. didn't want to be like everyone else. Mm-hmm. basically i wanted to be different so um but i've always been kind of about proving i mean not about but i've always liked proving stereotypes wrong yeah i used to have the long hair and yeah sure not be an ass yeah you know i mean obnoxious but not be you know <laughs> but not be a jerk yeah you know and i would not you know and i would be very respectful of uh elders and mm-hmm. everything else so i've always kind of been about that and riff kind of has that too yeah he's the butler but he's He's more than the butler. He's only oh, the butler yeah. in name only. Hmm. In you some know.
0: ways, he's in control of the whole damn thing. He controls I mean, everything. There, he, there's you can't get around the fact that the author of the play is ultimately the hero of the story, right? Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> when he wrote
1: it, he envisioned himself as Rocky. So yeah, that but I, yeah, I know
0: that. Um, but well, I've heard varying. Yeesh. I've also heard him say if, he he envisioned himself as Eddie. Um, I don't. Maybe I don't know. He maybe. Well, I or mean, maybe the, I'm misremembering. Well, something, the whole but,
1: thing is. Really, I mean, the whole thing, honestly, I think he was working through his own sexuality when he wrote it. That's probably true. Well, that's actually
0: something really quickly important to talk about, is that uh, Richard O'Brien identifies as third sex, Mm -hmm. uh, which means neither entirely male or entirely female. He has revised that in recent years to say that he thinks he's approximately 70% male, 30% female, or otherwise. Um, There are those who have read some of his comments as being anti-trans. I don't think that that's his attention after reading several things. Uh, He has made some questionable comments where he said that uh, someone who was biologically born a man is never 100% biologically female, uh, which Mm -hmm. is an arguable point. I absolutely understand both sides of that. I am not prepared to take a hard stance on that in this context. Uh, he, in the same breath as saying that has also said, you know, anybody who has gender reassignment surgery, I think his exact words were, you have to take your hat off to them. Yeah. He Uh, said,
1: I applaud them. I applaud them to my dying day is what he said. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Thank you for knowing that. Yes. Uh, he's, he, uh, if he is in any way short of being fully supportive of the trans movement, he comes, way fucking closer than JK Rowling and uh, <laughs> uh, I uh, I understand where he may be problematic for some people and I respect that uh, personally I'm not there right now uh, I think that uh, if he is in any way in the wrong I believe his heart is in the right place and it may be a lack of education that he himself, I believe has been struggling with in his own life since the seventies oh, when yeah. well, he wrote I mean, this thing.
1: He's had, uh, he takes estrogen. Yeah. I've, has, there, there have been,
0: t- there have been times where he's identified as female. Yeah. Uh, um, so, I mean, this is a guy who is on his own journey that I, I think yeah, we have to respect I think, that. Than everybody else yeah, I think we have to respect that and understand that and know that sometimes his journey is going to read differently than what we understand.
1: Sure. And you know, that's sort of the other thing is, I think that, um, just saying about that really quickly, I think part of it is, um, his age too. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of an age factor. Yeah, absolutely. Where people just can't quite grasp what's happening. Um, and this is not unique to no, not at all. our times. I mean, people of once you get to a certain age, your brain is done. Yep. Um, and uh, you can't quite grasp it, whether it be it social issues or whatever. You just you just get to a point where you just can't quite grasp it, and so that's part of that. But I also think there's something about, and I don't, I I want to phrase this the right way, but I seem to hear that attitude of you can't be the proper woman more from. Brits than I do from Americans and it maybe it's yeah, just run because, into that too maybe it's just yeah. because that's where my my Twitter feed is full of British people well and that might be my case too um yeah. so I don't know if there's some sort of cultural thing there
0: yeah I don't know that that pulls it through um Although i don't know but historically British Europe a little bit ahead of Americans on that right but so I, I don't know which
1: is why it's yeah puzzling to me yeah um, but I will say that yeah I think Richard O'Brien even if his um and I don't know, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm, I always take the stance of, you know, I know what I am mm-hmm. and I don't have enough people in my life and this is to nobody's fault, but I just don't have enough people in my life who sure, have different, um, genders or different, uh, who, identify, other, who yeah. identify otherwise. So I don't have enough of an experience to know who's right, who's wrong and who's barking up the wrong tree. Um, I just know what I see and think and feel. Uh, but I will say that Richard O'Brien, even if he is perhaps a little bit off the mark, um, he's done more for just by writing Rocky Horror and keeping it in the public eye. And a lot of the other products, projects he's done too have yeah. focused on um, on sexuality. So he's done more for the movement than a lot of people have, even if he wasn't, deliberately doing it. Yeah. So I think you kind of have to um, give him the credit and give him a little bit of a pass. Yeah,
0: I, I would agree with that. Uh, as I've said, I I think, I, that, did. I think that even if some of his words and even if some of his beliefs are in, are not in the right place, I think his heart is. Right. Uh, and I, I really think, especially as times keep shifting, I really think you have to listen to people's hearts uh, because so many times people... Mean the right thing and say the wrong thing, and I think, at vice at, versa, it, yeah, that's true. But I think at worst, Richard O'Brien falls into that category where he he has so much love for people going through their own struggle, but just knows his own struggle and can only speak to that. Right. Um. It, it, it's, uh, that that's just worth saying. No, well, and but, honestly, I think if we all spoke to
1: our own struggle more than anyone else's, we'd yeah. probably be doing better. Yeah. As a society.
0: Uh. But I, th- I just think for more people than are prepared to admit that sexuality is a little bit more of a moving target. And I think that...
1: Oh, I think some people it is, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I, I I think that things like Rocky Horror help a lot of people identify that.
1: So I think that Rocky Horror definitely is a big touchstone, but there are other parts of society too. Glam rock, mm-hmm. um, you know, early comedy. Yeah. Um, even though some of it's problematic now, it's mm. still a lot of the stuff that was groundbreaking at the time. Now you look back on it and say, Oh, well, it's horrible. It's like, well, yeah, but it pushed us forward. Yeah. You right? know, so you gotta right. give it give it credit there too. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and the thing is, um Yeah, it's just a thing to think
0: about the people who first saw it.
1: Right. You know. <laughs> you know, um, and you can talk to people who've been around for years and tell you how much it meant things meant to them back yeah. then that now are problematic or wrong saying that you don't understand you weren't there you, yeah. you know yeah um i mean in it, some
0: ways it's amazing that we still have rocky
1: yeah be it sexuality or in or uh whatever social movement mm-hmm. uh, uh you know um women in the workforce for example sure like that went to the museum the other day and saw a big exhibit on that and it you know, took my girls and they were yep. really fascinated with it yeah interested yeah. and i was at so um yeah. And seeing how yeah. far things have come there, too, and how far we still have to go. Right. Um, so, of course. So, you know, so yeah, so we just happen to be sexuality, because that's where Rocky Kirk kind of focuses on. Yeah. Um, even though I've been talking about it the whole time, it's not one of the attractions for me for the movie. Right. But, but spent, it's something you have to deal with. But we've spent half the half of our time talking about it. It's something you have to deal with. hmm
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So...
1: Well, okay. uh, I'll right. tell
0: you what—we are so deep into this. That we're I'm, way too far. Yeah, we have to stop. But Rabbit hole. I feel like we could go another three or four hours. We could turn uh, it
1: into—we turn it into a series. Yeah, this could be we easily could just, just what this podcast start does. Start a new podcast just on Rocky
0: Horror. Yeah, yeah, it would be easy. Uh, but uh, we—we're gonna kind of stop uh, I to wrap up is there anything that you haven't said that you want to say <laughs> um, I don't remember even what I've said at this point same so, um, <laughs> I don't think so I
1: think we hit on the main parts I'm sure that there's a thread somewhere that I didn't complete same yeah um, <laughs> but I think that uh, yeah I think I hit on pretty much all the stuff or most of it anyway
0: so, alright good um,
1: a few answers I wish I had yeah i <laughs> wish i could remember a few more lines
0: but, yeah yeah but yeah but well, that's was... that
1: thing it turned the movie comes on i'm there i can do them yeah you know after it's over
0: i've forgotten because it's it's over it's it's thing yeah, yeah. it's it's that, you that's, got that locked thing. in you got locked in the time warp right yeah there you go perfect uh, thank you nice. uh i i do so little right uh but <laughs> i got that uh <laughs> uh dave i have enjoyed the hell out of this evening and talking to you about this. Sure. My uh, pleasure. Yeah. I uh, always enjoy whatever weird, uh, side road we go down. This mm-hmm. was just one that was a little bit more focused. Yes. Yes. Uh, There's like a state road rather than a, <laughs> rather than one that's not on the Probably map. Those rambling highways uh, back in the yeah, yeah yeah back in the hills. Like the 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 highway we t- we take to Arkansas instead yeah, right. of the, instead, instead of the of main road. The one that people go on that goes places. Yes. Yeah yeah. Uh, but I've appreciated the hell out of this conversation. I've uh, learned a few things. I really appreciate your insight on a lot of it. You knew things that I didn't about it, which is exactly why I brought you on uh and it's uh, it's just always good talking to you yeah absolutely uh thank you so much for doing this uh checkmates i'm sure between episodes you'll hear me talk briefly uh just to introduce things and to end things uh i uh, so so i'm not going to do the whole end spiel here because i'm sure you'll hear it in a moment but thank you so much for sticking with what i'm sure is a two part episode at this point uh and Dave, thank you so much for your time. I know it's getting late and you got to get home, but, uh, uh, after you leave, I'm going to pop uh, shock treatment into the Blu-ray pa- player. Nice. And that's the rest of my, uh, night slash early morning. There you go. So <laughs> thanks so much for your time and for all that you contributed to this. Uh, it was a good talk. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Uh, we'll talk to you again, uh, hopefully sooner than later. Yeah. So, uh, Sounds good. Yeah, that's uh, maybe a tease of things to come. There, checkmates. All right. So uh, we'll we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks Bye, a lot, everybody. Bye. All right, checkmates, that one was a lot of fun for me. I hope it was for you, too. I hope it was for Dave. Uh, Just bear in mind that nowhere near the four hours of stuff that we said was, like, even in there. Like, even having discussed it for four hours, I feel like we just touched the tip of the iceberg. You know, there's a lot that Dave and I could do on that show, and if it didn't get cut out of the audio, I think at one point Dave even says we could just do a, a show of this. This could just be the show. Uh, so it's, uh, it's one of those movies that's near and dear to my heart that always will be that, uh, I'm a very proud fan of and a very vocal fan of. And, uh, so vocal, in fact, that I recorded my own vocals singing the soundtrack. Uh, sorry, that was a terrible attempt at a plug, but go over to DerekBrink.com and download the thing. Um, I think we're gonna be back to... Uh, well, no, I was going—I was about to say—I think we're going to be back to normal shows starting this next week, but or this next episode. But that's not true because I've been promising you for a couple of weeks an episode where I just talk about my album Happy Now, play it in the background, and talk about it and talk about the influences and stuff like that. So I think that's the next thing that we're going to do, and then we'll be back to normal doing regular stuff and I've got plenty to talk about. There's a new Dream Theater album out there, there's a new Mastodon, there's a new Tori Amos, there's a new Hayes Carl. That is a weird list of bands. Dream Theater and Mastodon kinda go together a little bit, but the other stuff, not so much. But there's there's a bunch of new music out there that I wanna talk about, is the long and short of it. And probably some other stuff, too. I've been reading a lot, too. Been reading a lot of uh, Neil Gaiman books, actually is I like him but there's a bunch of his stuff I've never read so I'm I'm reading it now maybe we'll talk about that in, in like two episodes time hard to hard to be sure but well we'll be doing the happy now episode right after this one not right after this one it's not going to just like unless you're listening to this after the fact it's not just going to start playing but uh, I'm going to I haven't recorded it yet as of the time that I'm talking about you but that's the next thing I'm going to do I'm going to record that one and we'll put it online And uh, hopefully you'll have fun with that, too. But uh, thanks so much for listening to that for uh, a couple hours. (laughs) And uh, uh, I hope that you love that movie even half as much as as I do, which is probably about half as much as Dave does. So that's, uh, uh, although I think we both are very attached to different parts of the movie, as as shook out in that interview, more or less. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much for listening to that. Hope you loved it. I loved doing it. And, uh, let's, let's, uh, go ahead and start wrapping up here. Please remember to go and get vaccinated if you are eligible to do so. The date that I am recording this, uh, the Pfizer vaccine has been approved for kids. So get your kids vaccinated too. uh, five through 11 year olds. I think that, I think is the, uh, is, is what it is. Um, get out there and get them vaccinated. If you are for any reason unable to be vaccinated, wear a mask and social distance in fact i would recommend doing both of those even if you are vaccinated based on stuff that they've said uh from like in the news from reliable scientists and doctors this thing isn't over stop acting like it's over it's not over people are still getting it people i know are still getting it so uh uh, be responsible Uh, get vaccinated and protect yourself if you aren't vaccinated and protect others, and, uh, protect, uh, I mean, just, just keep doing logical things to do during a pandemic. Um, please also remember Black Lives Matter. Remember that trans rights are human rights, that women's rights also are human rights. Be good to each other, be good to yourself, forgive each other, and forgive yourself. And while we're doing all that, check us out next time. Even smiling makes my face ache.